Welcome to Don't Hold Back Podcast with your host, Ichiko Batmonk, founder of Don't Hold Back and a professional life and mindset coach. She's sharing transformational coaching journeys. We have thoughts, feelings, and emotions, but we are not our thoughts, feelings, or emotions. Are you curious about exploring and experiencing how you can unleash your full potential and passion? It all starts with you, and you are meant to live the life you desire. The purpose of this podcast is to introduce you to a coaching journey and what is available for you. Hope you get inspired and take action accordingly. Hello, Vinny. Welcome to Don't Hold Back Podcast. I'm so honored to have you on my podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, Ishkos. Thanks for having me, really. I'm doing really well. Awesome. I'm so excited to learn about you and your journey. So please, first of all, I want you to ask you to introduce yourself to our audience, really who you are and what do you do? So again, my name is Winnie and I am a career coach and I focus more on the possibility side of career. So what I do is really to inspire clients to have more inspiration and insights into their career, what they can, what kind of experience what kind of possibilities and potential they should have in their career and then explore deeper and also empower them to go for what they really want. Yeah, I love that. I would love to also like know about your story too, like what had you Mm -hmm. like lead you to become a coach, right? Yeah, that's a long story, but long story short, I, um, at college, my major was translation and I had, had a minor in music but I didn't do any full-time job in translation or music. So what I did, uh, my first job was in marketing. And after less than a year, I moved into corporate banking. And after three and a half years in banking, I then moved to um, executive search. And that was when I realized that I really want to help people with their career because a lot of people, especially those, um, those in Asia, in in a city i'm based in hong kong by the way so so in hong kong and city like us we spend like nine to eleven hours a day at work so so i i was thinking we spend so much time at work and even more time than seeing our family Mm. so if we don't have a job or career that we like uh, we like that would be a waste of time so that's when I realized my mission is to help people really thrive in their career and um, make the best use of their time to create value for the world. Yeah, I yeah. Love that. that's a yeah. lot of hours of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I did um, executive search for a couple of years and I then moved into a corporate, another corporate um, to do business development. And on the side, um, I started to develop my coaching practice to help more people on making smarter career choices. Yeah, I know you have mentioned about you. I know you still have the full time job, right? And then you yeah. on the side, you part time, you also coach people. You mentioned about this, like, you know, working in the long hours, right? Like, mm-hmm. just work, 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 and you don't see much family, you don't spend as much as time, you know, at home and with your family and you your time is usually like working, working, right? So I can relate and I totally get what you're mm-hmm. saying and where you're coming from. But before we get on this call, like I know you mentioned about like fulfillment, right? Uh, because mm-hmm. like if, you lo- if you're working for long hours and you also want to having a fulfillment career at the same time, if you're just working for, for money 
and it's like and you just say that like it would be a waste of time waste of mm-hmm. you know it's like what is the point or what's the meaning what does that mean to having like fulfillment career to me i think a fulfilling career means that you are doing something that you really enjoy doing and you feel like you are when, when you do it you just feel energized and motivated to create more and bring more value one indicator is is that when you wake up on a monday morning what how do you feel do you feel like okay i'm i'm so excited that i'm going to see my colleagues today or do you feel like oh i want to i want to sleep more i want to stay on my bed for the rest of the day so that's a really good indicator and then another question that um, i asked before i made uh, my career transition was that in five to ten years' time, do I want to do what my current boss is doing? Do I have that ambition? Is that what I want? So if my answer is a clear no, then it's a very good indicator that I should look for something else. Mm, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I love that. At what point did you really like it? Now you still have a full-time job, but still you're coaching. Mm-hmm. And I believe your coaching is your passion, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, what had you to also like decided to become a coach also? I feel like I am making a difference in people's, other people's life as well as my life also. So um, one thing that I always think about is when I, when I pass away, maybe many years later, I can't take away anything. But what I can do is to leave a legacy. So then I decided that I want to become a coach and I do want to inspire people to inspire themselves. Yeah. Wow. That's so beautiful. Yeah. You do want to leave a legacy. You do want to make an impact in this world, but you know, you still have like this full-time job. So did you like, I'm, I'm curious to know, like also, did you also kind of have this feeling like in the morning when you get up, like, uh, like, you know, you all like literally looking forward for the weekend. Did you have that momentum too? <laughs> well, sometimes, but I think it's, it's also depends on how I look at my current role um, in, in a corporate. So I think it's a very good learning ground for me to, to equip myself with some skills that I wouldn't be able to equip if I, if I were just doing my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's, so in a corporate, I get to get a lot of exposure and I also get to have a really wide horizon um, developed through my job. So, and I get to, I, and more importantly, I get to see what people's career struggles are because mm-hmm. by working in different types of organization and interacting with different different seniority and different um, teams of colleagues, then I, I can see that, okay, this is the kind of interaction or struggles or challenges that people are, help, uh, are having and how, are they, how do they usually solve these problems? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's, that's become very interesting to me. Yeah, so please do share with us, like what is the like, struggle or even the challenges do you also see from people? I think a lot of people, they think, they see their job as just a job. It's just a means for them to, to literally make a living. Yeah. But it's, it's really about making a living rather than making or living out a life. So when you see that every, all colleagues are, like sometimes you can feel the morale, how it is in the office and 
it's it's contagious, I could say, <laughs> sometimes. So that's I think that's one of struggle lack of I think lack of meaning in their work. They couldn't find the value within the work, and a lot of times the second thing is they don't know how to relate they relate their own role to the bigger mission of their employer. So um, a lot of the companies or corporates, they all have a vision and mission. But mm-hmm. when it comes to an individual employee level, um, how does that relate to that bigger goal? And am I being recognized? I think that that is the key question as well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I love that part of that, like, you know, how am I, how can I also relate to my, the company, my company's, the mission and vision statement, right? How can you also discover that on your own, perhaps? How do you find it out? And how did you find it out? In terms of my job or, or my, my full-time job or coaching? Both. I want to know that. Um, I think for, for corporate, I think it's really about, I think first, first of all, in a lot of ways, I do recognize and agree with the company's vision and value i think that's very important because if you if you don't like a com- like a company then then you wouldn't want to stay there every day yeah yeah so yeah. <laughs> so i so i think that's that's important and and i like the feeling of growing with a company mm. so when i was when when i work in a bank which i mentioned earlier at that time, that bank that that bank was actually a second tier local bank. So, but why I wanted to join that bank is because I feel that I can grow with it. I can be part of the journey when it becomes a first tier bank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is that is like my my vision for for my career in that company. Mm-hmm. So for coaching, for coaching, I really think that making a difference or or making an impact in the in a community or in the world or even just in an individual is it's it's just it's just meaningful and it's amazing because sometimes when you see somebody who is quite quite depressed or quite upset and when they see possibilities and realize there is a way to get to where they want Mm -hmm. um, that feeling that change is is like a spark Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm also like kind of curious to know, like, you know, it's amazing that you, you know, you find yourself that, you know, the value, you can relate to the uh, the value uh, for the company, right? The company mm. you work. And then you already also even see that the coaching is just amazing that, you know, when you help people that you get this <clears throat> excitement, the sparkle and perhaps the fulfillment you got. I'm curious to know these people who work for nine to five. Um, I don't know how different would that be in Hong Kong. Yeah. Is it eight to five or something? Nine, nine to seven. <laughs> what? Nine? At least, at least. Yeah. Really? Nine to seven. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, interesting. That's different right there. How many hours is that then? Nine, if you took one hour of lunch hour. Yeah, so, so more, more or less then. But a lot, and I know a lot of people work way longer than that. Really? Yeah. I hope they get paid for that extra hour. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my thing is you mentioned about like sometimes people do struggle to find how they can relate to the company, their value, mm-hmm. their mission and vision statement. For you, it's, you know, you did find it. It wasn't 
I mean, I'm sure it wasn't that easy, but you did, you know, that company can relate to you, resonate with you, right? But I'm curious to know, do you think people all like employees or all people also like, you know, find how they can relate to the company, right? And then it's, I think what I believe is that you have to discover by yourself who you are and then mm. your value, you know, who you are as a human being, right? As an individual. And then so mm. like, oh, this company really resonates with me, with my value or with my mission and mission statement. So how, how do you think people can discover about that? I mean, the another question is like, do you think everyone knows about them, their value? <laughs> Uh, well, you, you make a very good point here because a lot of people, especially when they just started their career, sometimes just don't even know what, what values are. Yeah. They don't know what they, what they're, what, 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 what is really meaningful to them. They don't have a life purpose per se. So, um, so I think to a lot of people, knowing about the corporate value or the, or the company's mission is, is one way to to explore or to assess whether there is some common values between between um, the company and yourself, and also I think it's a, it's a journey of ex- exploration. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So I I always encourage people to make connections within their own company and to also talk with their boss or supervisors about what they feel good or even feel bad about their roles and so that they can they can also find out more about what they how they what what the company's actual values are and how they are going to be recognized and then from that process they can they can reassess whether they are a good fit for that company Mm -hmm. and for a lot of young professionals or working individuals I always encourage them to explore other job opportunities or go to interviews uh, because that is how you get to compare different values of companies or different values of, of themselves as well. Um, so by talking really by talking to people and keep on exploring, I think that's the key. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. I love that. So, and then also like, how do you also like find your like fulfillment career, right? I mean, I think that a lot of people already like, you know, graduated and maybe have that degree and then just about to start the journey of journey and having a job and working for an amazing company. And at the same time, they're just not super fulfilled perhaps. And how do you also find like fulfillment career? I see career as a career is, is it, it could be multiple jobs. If you don't find fulfillment yet in your, in your current job, then you can, it, it doesn't mean that you, you literally have to explore um, an other role, but instead what I, what I myself do and also encourage people to do is to have hobbies or to do some side projects mm. to, uh, or, or initiate something with your friends then through that process, you get to understand yourself better, what you're good at, what you like and what you don't like, what are your key values, uh, what kind of people can you work for or work with. Then I think this is, this is so valuable information for someone to have of their career. And for a lot of the young graduates, they usually, I think they have to look at career from a more longer term perspective. It, it really doesn't matter what you do in the next one or two years time, but it's important for them to have a more long-term view in their career. What kind of 
um, identifying what kind of skills are they actually developing, and as you mentioned, what the values, what are the values that they have, and like things like that. Hmm. Hmm. I'm curious to know about you also. Like now,、mm. you know, because you still have a full time job and you're still doing a coaching at the same time. And I know you love coaching as much as your job, even perhaps even more, right? Uh, yeah. So now you're talking about like a kind of a side thing you can do while you're having a full time job, and、mm-hmm. w- did that also happen to you as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So actually, other than other than my day job and also coaching, I do run a policy a public policy lobbying think tank with some of my friends. Oh wow! So, that I never heard. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's actually it's actually a platform for、um, younger the younger generation to understand public policy and also for policymakers to understand how the the views and the feelings of the younger generation. So it's like a platform to drive consensus and exchange ideas. Oh, yeah. So. So is that based in、uh, Hong Kong, or it's like all around the world? What is、um, it? Yeah, it's, it's it's Hong Kong only for now, and well, we're still a very small small organization.、Um, but the point I want to make here is that it's is really important for someone to explore different things. If these things can integrate with each other, that's great. If not, then then you you still still can explore for a bit and then decide whether which one、um, you would like to continue in the future. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. I love that, and then I'm curious to know. Like, I have like a Chinese friends, or I kind of know about Chinese culture also itself.、Mm-hmm. And、yeah. while I'm like kind of talking to you, like how different you are from them. <laughs> That's what I'm noticing. Like. Yeah, in your own words, right? In your own experience, what do you see different from you, Hong Kong versus、uh, China?、Uh, well, we have a very different culture in a lot of ways. There's no, there's no good or bad. I think Hong Kong, we are in Hong Kong.、Um, a lot of people are very hardworking. They are very smart, and they create. They like to create a lot of things.、Um, if you look at what's happened during COVID times, how fast we get to build or create our own、uh, face mask factory, I think that that's really amazing. And when we look at mainland China,、um, the Chinese culture, I think, is generally a little bit more aggressive than than the Hong Kong culture.、Um, but in a in a way, they this is how they get to develop. Um, so quickly、um, in terms of the economy, so I think there is a lot of things that we can learn from each other, and also to the rest,、uh, learn from the rest of the world. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you guys are more like creative side than than China, but it's still Chinese Chinese culture. You know, it's it's still so aggressive, which is perhaps why they developed so well, and perhaps like the you know almost yes. Yes, and when you when we look at because、um, I I know a lot of coaches in mainland China, and I always find them amazing because they have so many collaborations with each other, and、um, even with just one particular coaching tool, they can develop so many things, so many courses, different types of courses,、mm-hmm. and also further further expand on that tool to offer something of value to the general public. To, mm-hmm. And to their clients, of course. 
Love it. How is really coaching is uh, in uh, like all all over the Asia? I'm curious, like Hong Kong mm. and even in China or even like any other like Korea and Japan. Like how common is it? How popular is it? I guess. Um, I think in China is getting more and more popular because there are a number of coaching schools that have an outlet now in really? China. Yeah, they have a lot of courses. And I myself actually took my coaching courses, my first coaching courses in mainland China. I flew to Beijing and Shanghai to do oh, that wow. yeah, a few years back. So um, that, was, that was a great experience. And I love Beijing. I've been there a million times. <laughs> yeah, so there are hundreds, no, actually thousands of coaches in mainland China already. And... Oh. Good. And I think what's really different is that a lot of them, after learning coaching, they really applied their skills um, either as an individual coach or they, or they do it internally and very proactively within their company. And a lot of them are actually HR professionals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the company paid, uh, paid for their certification and, um, and they really make that put the skills into use. In Hong Kong, the market is relatively smaller because we have like so little people, few people compared with mainland China and many other countries. We have 7 million, 7 million people. Yeah. 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 But it's bigger than Mongolia for sure. Like, <laughs> okay, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, so but it's, it's developing when I talk about coaching with people a couple of years ago, they don't really know what it is. Yeah. And yeah, and now when I talk about coaching, they, they seem to be more receptive of it and already understand, kind of understand what that is already. And yeah. some of them are even having a coach. Yeah. And the rest of Asia, um, Japan, Korea, I think the market is also developing. And Singapore, Singapore, I know a couple of really great coaches there. Yeah. So Singapore. definitely something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So speaking of coaching, like now, like how also like now it's really like, you know, developing right now. So like how people really can benefit by hiring a life coach? I'm curious. Because like I think mm-hmm. people should know because again, like it's still up in the air. People kind of have heard about it and they're not so sure about how they also can like, you know, uh, uh, benefit from having their own coach, right? Mm, I think that's a really good question. And the first thing that I would I would advise people to do is to really um, understand the difference between counseling, coaching, therapy, things like that. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's really important because they have to set the um, the right expectation on what they're receiving out of coaching. And to to me myself, my definition is is somehow like for um, for counseling. If if a normal person is at level zero then counseling is to bring someone who is on a negative score to zero. And coaching is helping someone to, to go from zero to two or one to 10. Mm. Yeah, so that's kind of my definition of coaching. So uh, when I use this analogy to, on, on people, they, they kind of understand, okay, so if they want to do better in their career um, or generally in life, then they should look for a coach. Mm. I want you to also like elaborate a little more about that. Mm-hmm. But, like it sounded so good, but I think everyone has their own interpretation of yes. what you're saying. 
but I want you to more like elaborate like what is that like negative plus like what do you mean by that? Yeah, so from a counselor's perspective, many people their the cur the character or their behaviors is largely affected by their life experiences, and <laughs> more especially um their how they grew up in their family. A family is really a key thing that affects people's behavior. So counseling look a lot into the past. Mm. And if there is something unsettled, or is bringing you negative impact in the past, mm -hmm. then counseling it's a good way to help you um, overcome that. And and something to add on that is that for um, there 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 are of course a lot of people with emotional issues, say um, depression, things like that. And I think the right way the right professional help for them to seek is counselor or therapist or, or a clinical psychologist. So for coaching, I really think is that if somebody has, has a goal that they want to achieve, but for some reason they can't, they, they are not there yet, but they feel, feel the urge that they want to go there, then that coaching is definitely, definitely the right um, or, or a better option, I would say. And, or if someone who feels stuck whether in relationship and um, at work or in something else, then coaching is also also one of the one of a good option. Thank you for sharing. That total makes sense. I hope it makes sense to everyone. And if if doesn't, okay, please do ask away. <laughs> are available for you guys. So uh, something like when you share that something came to me. Like I remember myself like like three four years back. I wasn't even sure really what I wanted to do. My life or with my career at the time, like I was like perhaps 24 or five. What I did is like I was like hoping or wishing or like I hope someone can direct me, you know, like because like I was like kind of uh, I, I want to choose a career that resonated with me, that's something you know I could pursue, that's something like I wanted to do, right? But mm -hmm. I, I remember myself like I was feeling like stuck and like feeling like lost and somehow like. I really, I was really wishing that I could find. I could. I always hope. I was hoping like someone can direct me somewhere that mm -hmm. I love doing it. Right. What I, What happened is after that was I. You know, I I got into into a relationship and my at the time my ex boyfriend. Hey, Ichiko, maybe how about accounting? How does that sound? Maybe you should you could do this or something like this. Totally, you can do this. <laughs> I'm like. He he was so much encouraging me, right? What a good he, advice! <laughs> I know, <laughs> but like it's like better than nothing. I have to say, yeah. because like I just didn't even know what I really wanted to do, mm -hmm. to be honest. And I was like, you know what? I will take it all. Like I I was yeah. I wasn't doing anything at the time. Like you know what? I think it's I want to just do something. You know, even though that's that wasn't really what I wanted to do, but like, and then I chose to do that, and I was working in a CPA firm. And then taking a bunch of classes, trying to qualify for the CPA because like if I choose this, like I, I better go up to the all the way. Like I don't want to be like mediocre. Uh, you know, I want to go all the way. So that's why like I want to be a CPA. So like I'm gonna working and then I'm gonna do taking classes. So someday I will get to where I want to be. But I remember myself like, man, I just couldn't see myself in there. You know, like especially like in this corporate world, working in an office with the computer. It's just. I really find myself, it's just not me, like, you know, 
I found that and after that literally discovered really my true passion is which is the coaching yeah so yeah I mean like if I literally like had like if I at the time I didn't even know coaching by the way like I had no idea I, I didn't even know that exists up until mm. 2018 I literally discovered coaching in 2018 which is like almost it's like, good that you, you get into coaching <laughs> I know like almost yeah. three years ago right so like because like I know like there are a lot of people are feeling stuck and really want want wanting to find in their fulfillment and you know and passion in their life. I mean, I was like telling myself if I knew about coaching at the time, I would totally hire a coach. Like mm. I'm in, like you know, count me in. Like, but I just didn't even know about it. I think that's why it's very to me. It's very important to kind of like really share the message to uh to people. Really, hey, like it's it's possible. It's available for you if that's where you are. If you you know see yourself in there, there's so many lot of amazing coaches where you can find and can really help you to unstuck in your life or even like reach your goals in your life, right? So that's like something like so resonant. Like I just want to share. Yeah, yeah. Your, coach, your coach did a really great job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So uh, one thing I will say to you, to my, my very, my very uh, first coach was like, uh, she was the one like who really see my greatness more than I could see my my greatness like she literally believed in me more than I believed in myself that's what I was like oh my gosh um, yeah and that's really important because a, a coach's role is to see is help the clients see things that they couldn't see by themselves right yeah exactly like they could see our blind spot. They can see our potential, full potential, and they never give up on us. It's just so amazing. I'm forever grateful for my coaching journey. Yeah, and so now, like, I want to kind of just touch on a little bit about, like, soft out. I think whatever they, whatever anyone do, like, either uh, a career, relationship, mm-hmm. anything, just in, in general in life, we often doubt about our ability, you know, or even like just I think we we have a lot of like self-doubt about ourselves like yes. what about your journey how was that affected you in your life and how did you also maybe perhaps overcome that yeah I have I I'm a I'm a huge imposter imposter syndrome is I I believe it's not just me is it's it's for a lot of people really it's affecting all of people oh. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, well, one piece of advice that I got is don't see yourself too importantly. And I think that really resonates with me because sometimes when we, when we look at things too seriously, when we, when, we, when we think when we're too serious about something, a tiny action that we do, um, we, we, can't, we kind of lack the confidence in it. But when you think backwards, mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't really remember what you have done before because everybody move on and they also they also care about what they what, what they do themselves by themselves and yeah. they don't have time to look at others yeah so, i agree just, so really take it take it easy take it as take every failure um in your definition um, take every failure as an opportunity to learn and also evaluate evaluate what you what you've performed before make sure you have some learning points from it. And um, when you do this kind of evaluation, um, try to get out of that depressed or, depressed or upset mode. 
try to find a space where you feel really comfortable, um, where you feel safe. Mm-hmm. And then really ask yourself, what did I do well just now? And what could I improve in the future the next time I do it? And remember, the first time is always, it's always the worst time. And only by, having, by doing the first time, by having the first experience, can you improve your future performance. I think, I think, a lot of, I think that really applies to public speaking. Because mm. if somebody haven't spoke on the stage before, they are probably very nervous and they, they don't know what to do, they're scared. But if you don't have that first time, then you're not going to perform well in the second time. Absolutely. I'm with you on there. Yeah, so true. And you have to have a course to go after that, right? It's like, it's really hard to get out there. And then if it didn't go well, it's like, you know, you're like, you're going to feeling like feeling a failure. And then when you feel it, like you're just probably gonna not gonna do it again. But, you know, and just it, it's I, I hated it. Uh, I've been there too. Anyway, so yeah. I want to talk about now. Uh, we're about to end. Uh, I would love to ask your legacy, but I believe you answered that question. But I, you know, if you don't mind, what is that legacy? Would you like to leave this world? I just, I think that is really a great question. And well, it is actually a, co- a coaching question. I would, I would encourage every audience to think about the kind of legacy that what they want to leave in the world. For for me, is really extending. Well, it's, it's, it's a loop, I could say, it's extending that legacy. So if I've made an impact in somebody's life, I hope they can also make an impact in somebody's life. So, mm-hmm. so like a so ripple effect, right? Yeah, yeah, multi, multiplier effect. And I also want them to see how meaningful their life could be. And there are so much, so many possibilities and things that they they can explore in life. And I do wish that they have that courage and energy to achieve whatever they want to do. Absolutely. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm curious. I wonder if you have, you have any, like, if anyone perhaps interested in working with you or, you know, wanting to learn more about you i wonder if you have like a you know free stuff like free coaching or complimentary call do you have something like that for people yes yes of course love to i do offer 30 minutes to 45 minutes complimentary call just for people to understand what coaching is and also experience how coaching is like and i think a lot of people think coaching is about advising but it's always about a lot about questioning rather than advising and i want people to experience that Hundred percent. We yeah. never people. We never uh, tell people what to do in their life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. Yeah. And actually, one challenge that I'm I'm doing for myself is to do twenty um, twenty sample sessions um, by the end of this year because uh-huh. everybody is so impacted by so heavily impacted by COVID, and I do want more people to understand or and benefit from coaching. So, so that's also my challenge to myself. Awesome. So yeah. please, everyone, listen to this and take advantage of that. I think this is a great opportunity to everyone to just to discover, right? Just to discover about what the coaching is. And if it's a good fit, and you know you can hire her. This is your opportunity, guys. I hope you would take that on also. And where people can find you? My personal website is 
www.possible.com, P-O-S-S-I-F-U-L, which means full of possibility. I so that's the like that. that's the word I created for myself, and I'm sure you can you can find that link on um, Ishko's uh, podcast site, and um, I'm also reachable by email, which which is also um, on the contact page. Awesome, yeah, I'm gonna put make sure put that on the show note. Okay, thank you so much for being here. It's been so pleasure to get into know you. Thanks so much, Ishko. It's my pleasure to talk with you. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.